of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. We declare the heavens open. Father, let the word gain entrance into our life to bring about transformation. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we put our hands together for the Lord as we take our seats? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you are excited to be in church this evening? I can't hear the excitement. That is excitement. Amen. And how many of you are ready for the word this evening? All right. It's a good time to listen to the word of God. Amen. Yeah. Last week, Sunday, I continued on the series on the church. And I dealt with the issue of the church and morality. The church and morality. Today I'm going to continue with the church series. I'm going to do the church and morality part two. Uh, I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, the church and morality part two. And the part one, I like the way you receive the part one. So receive the part two too like that. Hallelujah. Anyway, before we continue, let's acknowledge the presence of Pastor Solomon Rebeme. God bless you for coming to fellowship with us today. Yes, so part two of the church and morality. I said certain things on Sunday. Yeah. I, I, I talked about the fact that um, you see when we talk about morality it deals with something being good or bad right and we zoomed in on the sexual aspect of morality okay and I made mention of the fact that sexual impurity starts from the mind it's not just about what you do what you think about even your dressing can reflect immorality. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank God in this church we dress properly. Amen. And some of these preachings are it's like prophylaxis. We are vaccinating the system against certain things. I mean, we are a blessed church. So churches when you go, some things that you see, you wonder whether it's church. Some churches, they are choirs, eh? Somebody said, if you are looking for a drama in a church, go to the choir. But thank God, our choir is not like that. Hallelujah. And me saying they are not like that, I'm not just saying it. I know that our choir is clean. You'll be shocked the kind of things I know as head pastor of this church. When they start getting contaminated, I'll know. I'll know from my house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, it, it's good to have a pastor like that. 
and it keeps you on your toes aside God watching you know that the pastor is also watching in the spirit <laughs> hallelujah so I, our choir is clean they are not misbehaving hallelujah and my prayer is that they will maintain it that way and even take it to another level hallelujah yes so today I'm going to look at part 2 today's on is going to be more practical in the sense that I'm going to give you some pointers as to how to overcome sexual temptation alright um, on Sunday I spoke about the things generally okay I, I mentioned certain things we need to avoid I talked about inappropriate relationships a relationship between a man and a, another man a woman and another woman and those things as I said those things are symptoms of mental issues hallelujah it is never normal for a man to be attracted to a man and it is not normal for a woman to be attracted to a woman it's not correct there's something fundamentally wrong i told you somebody asked me so if somebody joins the church and the person is gay are we going to accept the person in the church are we going to ask for the house of god is for everybody but the fundamental thing is that the person must accept that he has a problem you understand you have to accept that it's not normal you can't come and claim that that is how i was born no that's not how you were born some contamination took place somewhere something went wrong somewhere and you must be prepared to submit yourself to the power of the holy spirit for that anomaly to be corrected hallelujah because you see when it comes to some of these things eh, it can spread and you don't realize it's spreading transference of spirit you walk with the person there's a time you realize you are picking up habits and characteristics of the person and as i said one bad apple can spoil the rest so you need to deal with it very powerfully and very drastically hallelujah in paul's time they were even throwing people out of churches deliver such a one unto satan when they advise you privately you don't listen they pamper you sir they drag you in front of the leaders you want to be dragged in front of the leaders leaders meeting 30 something leaders and you are sitting there for me get up those were the things that were happening in the in the in the new testament church and when they continue and they've gone through all the possible means of dealing with you and you are not changing they deliver you to satan just let you go like that today we are going to look at practical ways of overcoming sexual temptation practical ways of overcoming sexual temptation now when you read a lot of the scriptures that deal with dealing with sexual temptation their orientation is actually towards you running away running away and i i told you on sunday that running away in such circumstances is not cowardice at all under certain circumstances when you run away you are a coward but this one your victory is in your ability to run away hallelujah your victory is actually in your ability to run away other battles when you run away it's like Charlie, you there are some things you are not designed to to fight so your victory is actually when you gather the strength to turn away and to run away hallelujah 
but there, there are certain things you need to do there are certain practical things you need to put in place to ensure that you are walking in sexual purity in Psalm 119 verse 9 the psalmist said how can a young man keep his way pure how can a young man keep his way pure Let, let's have Psalm 119 verse 9 how can a young man keep his way pure He said, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? Hallelujah. The word is always the solution to it, has the solution to every problem. I've told you before when I was dealing with the, the series on the word that the word of God is spirit. It's, it's not letters written in black and white, it's not a physical, it's a spirit. Hallelujah. It has the ability to change things. I know somebody who was delivered from being gay simply by the word of God. Nobody laid hands on him. Nobody cast out any devil. He just read the part of scripture that said, when God created Eve and Adam saw him, he said, this is the bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. He realized that when Adam saw Eve, a woman, he got very excited. That, that was all it doesn't even make sense for you to be delivered from being gay from that but it's not logic we are talking about we are talking about spiritual things here <laughs> hallelujah i know somebody who was delivered from the yoke of masturbation by just reading he that is born of the spirit does not sin that was all the thing entered the spirit and he was like no i can't do this thing again that was his deliverance hallelujah so the word of god carries enough power to deliver you from any yoke of bondage that you find yourself in amen so he said how can a young man keep his way pure by obeying the word of god by obeying the word of god the word of god has a solution to every problem it has the answer to every puzzle in this world as we'll see from other scriptures that we are going to have it gives you practical ways of keeping your way pure now what are some of the reasons why people fall to sexual temptation and when i talk about sexual temptation i'm not only talking about you going to sleep with somebody hallelujah that all this from the mind what even goes on in your mind how do you what are some of the, the reasons why we fall to some of these things what are some of the reasons why we 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 get into such trouble in the first place god was the one who created sexual instincts okay if you've passed puberty and you don't have sexual instincts there's something wrong with you you need deliverance you need prayers okay so it's normal you shouldn't think just because hormones run through your body from time to time it means there's something wrong with you that is how god created it that's how it's supposed to be but he also gave us the ability to bring those hormones under control amen so in the first place that instinct is there but how we control it is what determines whether or not we fall into immorality the first step of any immoral act is your thoughts everybody say thoughts I always have a mantra that if you can win in your mind 
you wouldn't have to fight in the body if you can win you see most of you are medical people when you look at the pathophysiology of a disease right and you want to deal with the disease the higher up the algorithm the easier it is to deal with it all right the easiest level to deal with sin is at the level of the mind that's the easiest it's at the level of the thought it's easier to deal with sin at the level of the thought than when it becomes an action when it gets to habit and those things it becomes more and more difficult if you can deal with it at the mind level that is the easiest but most people wait till you've gone down a bit before you try to deal with it if you can discipline yourself and discipline your mind you wouldn't fall into a lot of the temptations you fall into hallelujah i told you on sunday that most temptations are actually a conversation between you and the devil that that's temptation basically from the garden of eden to where temptation is actually a conversation satan is having with you the longer the conversation progresses the weaker you become when it gets to that point when now he's getting you to think of the potential temporary immediate benefits of what he's trying to push you to do you tend to get more enticed and more enticed and weaker and weaker if you can cut it short early you stand a better chance of overcoming it hallelujah what you don't think about you will not do what you don't think about you will not do the things you do are the things you've been thinking about and sometimes you move from even the level of thinking to meditating deeper you don't just think about it you ponder and you meditate that's like how when you meditate upon the word of god it sinks into your spirit when you meditate on immoral things some things do happen to your spirit man hallelujah just like meditating on the word of god strengthens your spirit man meditating on immoral things weakens your spirit man so you find yourself gravitating towards the thing that the enemy is trying to get you to do it is in the mind if you can keep your mind pure you keep your body pure it's as simple as that when thoughts come into your mind you deal with them at the thought level don't waste an extra minute meditating on that thing because that extra minute means an extra minute of weakness you get weaker so you throw it out of your mind immediately it comes when satan brings suggestions into your mind you throw it out immediately if you will meditate and think and roll it around in your mind and now you begin to project as to how it will feel then you are beginning to lose the battle because once you start entering those realms or he brings back memories of the last time you did it how nice it felt that means you are beginning to lose it so you cut it at a very early stage hallelujah when certain thoughts are coming into your mind bundle them out violently you see the bible talks about casting down imaginations casting down is a very violent giddy giddy uncompromised just cast it down 
imaginations if you can catch what i'm saying and you will practice it you won't struggle with a lot of the things that you are struggling with if you can be very violent in your mind and you can be very radical in your mind when it comes to dealing with thoughts that are not pure you realize that a lot of your struggles will be over and may the lord give us the strength to cast down imaginations yeah so you are there satan throws a certain thought into your mind you're watching tv something flashes now the internet these things they are it's like they are literally pushing it onto you facebook and things everywhere you are being bombarded with nakedness and you know all sorts of things nowadays with touch screen stuff you can like something you don't even intend to like you're on facebook and you are dozing on but the time you realize you like it was just yesterday i i don't go to facebook very frequently yesterday i decided to go to facebook i went to my profile to go and check the likes things i realized i'm going to like kweku menu you know that kuma would at kweku menu that comedian i'm like why are they like going like i mean there are people who have like is to the number that males and things like, what is kweku menu doing there i'm sure one day i was my hand just went and tapped when you go back go and check up <laughs> you never know what you've gone to like <laughs> just, 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 just check like and some other people will be glad that i don't even know all because of touch screen technology so technology is one of our biggest challenges now biggest challenges and now some of these things they, they are even pushing the children into it by force some of these immoral sites they've taken names of websites that children really visit a lot so disney world or something and they've spelt it wrongly so a child is going to let's say for him is disney world and then a child spelling mistake it just takes you to that place yes no there's a satanic agenda there's a satanic agenda that's why you must be smart disney and they'll probably make it to the disney maybe e or something i mean they'll just change something and a child just a spelling mistake takes you to some of these places empire was telling me about somebody who found out that they had eight year old daughter or so was seriously watching pornography eight years eight year old daughter caught her in the night watching went and checked history of the laptop and she almost collapsed <laughs> so there there is a grand scheme a grand agenda to bombard you with these things if you come into contact with some of these things just bundle it out of your mind hallelujah don't go and start thinking, hey what was it that i saw <laughs> but what does it mean what are the implications is it a sign it's a sign from the devil <laughs> so you must deal radically with your mind hallelujah you cleanse your mind with the blood on good friday i showed you that the bible said our conscience can be cleansed by the blood plead the blood over your mind over memories 
over memories. You, you need to put in practical steps. You see, if you are in a relationship, me, people come and ask me, okay, how far is too far? <laughs> is that <what> <laughs> Let's stay here now. <laughs> how far is too far? And you know my answer to that. Anything you can do with the third person there is too far. Hallelujah. That's the guideline. Anything you can do comfortably when there is a third person. It doesn't even have to be your pastor. <laughs> Anything the two of you cannot do with a third person there is too far. As a couple, Cotton, you are not entitled to privacy. You are not entitled to privacy. So that thing that when she comes to visit and your roommate is there, you are like, why are you around? You don't have that right. A married man and his wife are entitled to privacy because they are one. You understand? You are still two individuals. So together you are not entitled to your privacy. So this thing that hey, as for my roommate, when she comes around, he doesn't even leave. He has every right to be there. He can come and sit down and even chat with you some. He has also paid for the room. Why are you in a hurry for him to go out? <laughs> Why are you in a hurry for him to go out? Why are you in a hurry for her to go out? You see, these things, they are all signs. When you start getting agitated just because he's there. It means some bad things want to happen in your mind. May the Lord cast out bad intentions. You are not entitled to your privacy, no. You are not. Your roommate can be there. You, you should be able to have a nice time and a good conversation with a third person there. What is it that, that you are going to talk about? And what is it that, that you are going to do? That you don't want a third person there. You, you are not entitled to it. Tell, tell somebody you are not entitled to it. You are not entitled to it. Hey, this man is married though, so he's entitled to it. <laughs> it's for those of you who are not married. You are not entitled to your privacy. How far is too far? When you're in a relationship, you must be honest with each other. You see, there are some things you may not think is worrying the person, but is worrying the person seriously. must be open me i tell people look don't go and sleep on your beloved's bed i'm not saying if you do that you will go to hell but common sense don't go and sleep on your beloved's bed especially when you are wearing a skirt i told you today i'm going practical <laughs> When you are wearing a skirt, and that day you are tired, so you are feeling sleepy. You aren't just lying down. You you fell asleep. There are some people they can sleep in one position for eight hours, and they wouldn't have moved. There are others. After one hour, you come. Their head is here. Their leg is there. 
and you come to sleep on the young man's bed how can a young man keep his way pure <laughs> how? how can a young man keep his way pure when you are lying down and tending tending and giving him nightmares you are adding to the spiritual battles he's fighting you are giving him another prayer topic don't go and sleep on the bed i was in the house officer's flat mommy fire was in medical school i was in the house officer's flat for two years my father used to come and visit me. There was no time that she ever lay on my bed that I'm stretching. Not even once. End block. <laughs> no, not even once. When she comes, she stays in the sitting room. We chat. Sitting room. This is it. Finish. No, I'm tired. Let me go and stretch on the bed. No. Not even once. Not even once. Because a gentleman may not tell you, but you are creating battles for him. Watching you turn, 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 maybe immediately may not cause trouble. But the day he's spiritually immunosuppressed. he hasn't been consistent with his prayer and the reading of the word and the flesh has gained some muscle then the devil brings back memories do you remember that day <laughs> the way she was turning turning on the bed how can a young man keep his way pure You've just given him another battle. So just avoid it. Hallelujah. Just avoid it. You have to be careful of flirtatious looks. Some of those things can trigger all sorts of things. Flirtatious looks. this one is not just the one you are in a relationship with and anybody at flirtatious looks somebody also he said, he said the guy looked at me a certain way and it's like my heart missed a beat in a certain way <laughs> let's read Proverbs chapter 6 verse 25 Proverbs 6 25 don't last for her beauty don't let her coy glances seduce you there are some people their eyes are dangerous so their eyes are dangerous so beware of flirtatious looks you see that is why i said 
even if you're in a relationship, you have to be honest. Naturally, the way you are looking at me, me no like it. I don't like it. The way it's making me feel, I don't like it. When it comes to this thing about fighting sexual sin and sin, you must be very, very aggressive and uncompromising. That's the only way you can win. If you dilly dally with it and you play around with it, you are not serious. When I came to medical school, I first I joined the prayer band of uh, CMF. My prayer secretary then, and they told me, Leslie, the prayers are prayed into my relationship to keep pure can start two churches not even one as for that my president I'll never forget when we talk about military man the meeting is at 7 o'clock if you come at 7 o'clock 30 seconds you are in trouble when it's time for prayer band we, run, we used to run like we used to call him General Tony so I can start two churches not just one no two he said when she comes to visit me and that day I know my hormones are behaving in a certain way she sits in one corner there and I sit in one corner I don't even shake her hand I'm showing you how aggressive some people can be you are there you are playing games she said she will sit in one corner I'll sit there he said that they, they don't even greet you. So hi. This is somebody who is serious about keeping pure. You the day that your hormones are that's the day that Charlie become a hug. And you don't want to let go. the day you go and put your head on the laps and you take his hand and say caress my cheeks he says if you sit here and you sit there they will be talking having fellowship <laughs> from afar so if he says the prayers can start two churches you understand to be radical and aggressive about this thing you need to be radical and aggressive flirtatious looks from classmates judgments <laughs> and you see this thing about seduction and stuff like that don't think it will end when you get married about people trying to tempt you no no don't think marriage is the way out it's not <laughs> and i'm talking about both males and females it's, it's not it's not it's not an exit at all sometimes it even gets worse when you get married <laughs> a lot of you are in the medical field the females you, your patient you see you see how your patients will start some of them this is a passing all sorts of comments here and there blah blah blah, blah and things like that it doesn't end for the males when you go to the districts 
where you are like a God. Because they are sick and they come and you write medicine. No, they are fine. And people will send their daughters to your house to come and wash for you. To come and clean for you. <laughs> that is when this teaching will become useful. of you who are going to Bato and uh, all sorts of places. <laughs> yeah. So there are people who are just seductresses. Like they just like to seduce men. Some, some people is their way of feeling powerful. That's how they feel powerful. They just play around and realize no, you are beginning to gets interested uh-huh, they feed on that and some people are actually agents of satan sent to bring you down i'm sure i've told you this thing before two weeks before my wedding i went to a restaurant to go and buy food take away i got out i came out i was standing by the roadside i got a call i was making the call time i saw a young lady maybe early 20s I remember she was in some white blouse jeans with braids she came to stand by me and i was making the call so i finished the call so i looked at her yes she said oh you were making a call eh i said yes <laughs> in fact what a question to ask of course obviously i was making a call <laughs> You are making a call and eh? say yes. Uh, okay. How is everything? I said everything is fine. You was just asking a lot of useless questions. In my mind, like, look, go straight to the point. And she opened and I said, okay, okay, I'll go straight to the point. I was standing on the other side of the road and I saw you and I liked what I saw. <laughs> How shall a young man keep his with you? she went on to say and it has been a long time since i had sexual intercourse with anybody so i want you to sleep with me straight up like that two weeks before my wedding the first question that came out of my mind why are you a commercial sex worker i thought that would even annoy her she laughed oh, said, oh who is talking about money she doesn't want money she just saw saw me and she liked what she saw and she's a very plain person so she decided to come and put her request you see that is not the time to stand there and quote john 3 16 for sister give your life to christ for god so loved the world change repent i just stand looked for my car sat inside and accelerated went away two weeks before my wedding no no this soul is not for me to win. Another man of God shall preach to her to repent. Hey! Mm. So, so there are some people who have just made up their minds. Look, we, we are going to seduce men. We are going to seduce women. And you need to be on your guard. And one of the things they use is flirtatious glances another thing they use is flattery say flattery let's read proverbs chapter 6 
24. Proverbs 6. Give me the give me the 24. He said, It will keep you from the immoral woman. From the smooth tongue. When they say woman, the man too applies, right? So don't think it's only women we are talking about here. From the smooth tongue of a promiscuous woman. So flattering words. Sometimes they'll tell you things you know they are not true. You are dark like me, and they call me brony. And you are excited. There's nothing of brony about you. You understand? Papa, you are happy. To do brony. <laughs> Smooth tongue. There are some guys, they've studied women, they know what to say. So you need to be careful. pass by you and they intentionally drop what they are holding and when you are stunned they say your beauty stand me confused. <laughs> those unbeliever boys when they realize you are a Christian kakra, they, they add a religious a Christian twist to the vibes I was reading the book of numbers and I didn't find yours in it can I have your number <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh my god the guy is smooth and you are excited that strange attraction to strange boys may, may God deliver you from it uh, strange attraction if you are a Christian you can't have a crash on Shatawali if you have a crash on Jometo we understand it's acceptable not Shatawali smooth tongues you need to watch flattering words flattering words three inappropriate touch inappropriate touch when somebody touches you inappropriately you have every right to tell the person I didn't like the way you touched me maybe it's just a rub on the back but it wasn't just a rub even a hug can be bad depending on how it is done and the mentality with which it is done amen mm. inappropriate touch there are some people if you touch their hair you are playing with their hair you worry them so boys don't think oh hair is nothing so let me just go it's, it's, it's not correct to just go and put your hand in a woman's hair without her permission oh I like the way your hair is long or you are tying your hair too much, then you go and remove the band. And you are <laughs> doing things. Inappropriate touch. You need to be careful of inappropriate touch. The Bible says what? Who can carry fire in his bosom and not get burned? Some of you, you are playing with fire. You are just joking. You are playing with the devil. It's like you're going to tell the devil about Sambra in yourself. Just playing with Satan like that. Who can carry fire? Some people live too dangerously. They believe themselves too much. Because you pray two hours a day. You believe your spirit man is so strong. Take risks. 
he said who shall carry fire in his bosom and not get bent even if you are fire yourself you are like bad yourself so you cannot be bent again you are joking with your life hallelujah <laughs> so you must watch out for inappropriate touch inappropriate touch let's look at proverbs chapter 5 i want to take you through certain things proverbs chapter 5 even though it's talking about a woman it applies to both a man and a woman proverbs chapter 5 let's start from verse 1 he said my son attend unto my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding you see what he's saying here the point i want to make out of it is that you need to be accountable to somebody one of the ways of keeping yourself pure is to be accountable to somebody hallelujah there should be somebody in your life who can budge in at any time and ask the hard questions and you should be prepared to answer because when it comes to these things eh, for some of them their power lies in the fact that it's a secret nobody else knows about it when you open up to one person about it it's your first step to victory over it hallelujah yeah. the bible says confess your sins one to another it's not only God we must confess our sins to. Sometimes you must be able to open up to somebody that look, this thing I'm struggling with. It's the first step to the victory. Because sometimes the thought that the person will even ask you is a check on itself, in itself. Hallelujah. So, so you must be open to counsel. So he said what? My son, attend unto my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding. Accountability is one of the ways. Let's move on that thou mayest regard discretion give me nlt for this one mm, nlt is nicer for such things this one is sounding too spiritual <laughs> then you will show discernment that means after you have listened to counsel submitted yourself accountability and your lips will express what you have learned so today you are learning something and may you apply it in your life Let's move on is that for the lips of an immoral woman stroke man are as sweet as honey and her mouth is smoother than oil sweeter than honey and smoother than oil next is that but in the end she or he is as bitter as poison as dangerous as a double-edged sword when satan is tempting you he'll only show you the benefits of what he wants you to do one of one of the devices is that when he's tempting you temporarily he shuts your mind to the consequences of what you are going to do he just amplifies the immediate gratification so much so for you to to get engrossed in the in quotes benefits of what you are going to do that you 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 temporarily forget the consequences and most of the time you remember the consequences after it's over that is when you begin to feel bad but if your mind is constantly on the consequences of what you are doing that inappropriate relationship you are having with somebody's husband 
why aren't you thinking about the family why aren't you thinking about the children why aren't you thinking about the wife you are just engrossed in the fact that oh you have a nice relationship with him he gives you what you want he does this and this and that and that, that. that's satan's strategy he just closes your mind to the effects the negative effects of what you are doing and amplifies the immediate benefits it has been his style from the beginning even when he was tempting jesus christ he gave him he said look this world everything is mine it has been given unto me just bow down your knees and as i've told you over and over again he was presenting jesus christ with a shortcut to his mission on earth he came to save the world adam and eve gave that world over to satan the day they sinned he said this thing is mine you want to save them just bow down your knees i'll give this world to you whatever you want to do do with it so he, he just amplified the immediate benefits but what he was asking for was for him to bow down his knees but you see he was just offering jesus christ part of his mission without a cross the cross was what enabled him to go to hell to go and fulfill the other part of the mission why he had to come and die which was to defeat satan and to collect the keys of death and he couldn't have been able to do any of those things without the cross but he was just presenting him with a nice one i've given you the whole world just do whatever you want to do with it but thank god jesus had the presence of mind and i pray that with jesus christ in your heart you also have the presence of mind anytime satan brings you a temptation next he said her feet or his feet go down to death her steps lead straight to the grave so as for the consequences they are always bad and you must have that at the back of your mind all the time next for she cares nothing about the path to life she staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it next so now my sons and daughters listen to me never stray from what i am about to say next stay away from him stay away from her sometimes there's somebody you know this person is a strange woman in my life this person is a strange man in my life anytime you want to think about something immoral it is in line with this particular person amen don't look at me as if you don't know what i'm talking about away from her don't go near the door of her house don't go near the door of her don't even go there don't go there to go and share the word of god stay away run away delete his phone number delete her phone number block her block him sometimes you need to be radical about some of these things some ex somewhere that you know you have a weakness for he knows where all your erogenous zones are he knows what to do to get you to do what he wants you to do you don't go visiting going to sit on his bed it's been a long time you see when you want to walk in moral purity eh, you have to eliminate the things that can get you on that path as radically as possible and also keep yourself innocent from knowing certain things 
if you don't know the website to go to for those nasty pictures you won't be tempted by it the bible says be excellent at what is good and be innocent of evil when it comes to certain things be like a child don't go fishing for information that is not going to add anything to your life what are the most popular uh, pornographic websites you are going to google that for what what does that add to your spirituality and you go and discover things that you want to find further and better particulars for and at the end of the day you end up trapping yourself be excellent at what is good and be innocent when it comes to evil there's some conversations when they are having you shouldn't be able to say anything because you are innocent you just don't know when they say oh, ask for you there you don't know anything say hey, it's good when it comes to good things me too i know hallelujah he says whatever things are pure whatever things are of good report think on these things that should be your specialty don't get too knowledgeable about things that are shady in some way some of you your problem is that you know too much you know too much you may not have done but you know you have too much information he says stay away from her don't go near her door the door of a house next if you do you will lose your honor you will lose your honor so these are some of the consequences you will lose your honor and you will lose to merciless people all you have achieved that one for your good name it will just be raised like that you will lose your honor next strangers will consume your wealth say minus me say it again minus me strangers they will consume they will take those girls girls and a credit to tomorrow this is the time you realize your monthly salary three quarters has gone to them strangers they are chopping your wealth meanwhile you don't pay time pay time nowadays i hear that some people you send them mobile money and they send you nude pictures of themselves young young girls they're using it to make money i remember two years ago somebody came to me with a, a, a young girl that she had brought to help her with her business to help her around with her business and she's discovered that that was what she was doing 16 year old girl 16 year old girl she had to send her away quickly 16 year old girl so we'll chat with you this is okay so do you want to see this is okay send me 20 ghana cds foolish man ah, mobile money send send this send that send that so strangers Will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor as for the word of god <laughs> it has very deep things inside of you somebody else will enjoy the fruit of your labor if you're a man who is into prostitutes and stuff like that, you are always broke you're always broke pay money for this pay money for this pay money for this, 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 this. you always don't have money 
because you spent it on strange people. Next. In the end, you will groan in anguish when disease consumes your body. Disease. HIV. Oh! Syphilis. Gonorrhea. That the herbalist said, now gonorrhea and when treating the year, now better than syphilis. Now syphilis that than it is. <laughs> when disease consumes your body and you are there always in the hospital you become a walking pharmacy chronic gonorrhea they will treat with all antibiotics it's not going you end up with urethral strictures so your body consumed with disease urethral strictures you want to pee and the pee will not come they say you have a bifid urine stream because there are structures in the urethra. Next. You will say how I hated discipline. If only I had not ignored all the warnings. So today you are being given the warnings. May you not ignore the warnings. Next. Oh, why didn't I listen to my teachers? Why didn't I listen to my pastor? on 8th May 2019, Wednesday evening. Why did I not listen to my pastor? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? Next. I have come to the brink of utter ruin and now I must face public disgrace. Now jump to verse 20. Because sexual immorality will always lead you to public disgrace. You'll be disgraced and chase somebody's husband and the wife comes to your house with acid now this is like that is the prescribed punishment for the young ladies they will spoil your face so that next time no man will see you as beautiful again come and point on your face leave you scarred for life even if you go to a painful he can't repair it leave you scarred and i've told you when you are misbehaving with somebody's husband eh? When that woman goes on her knees, whatever she says to God, God will listen to Because you are giving a basis for whatever curse she pronounces to come to pass in your life. When she's praying and crying, every papa is like 10 times. It's like multiplying the curse upon your life. Why should you expose yourself to such a thing? You deserve your own. Hallelujah. Don't go and perch on another woman's husband. He said, why be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman or a man? Or fondle the breast of a promiscuous woman? You want to laugh, laugh? <laughs> I said, why are you swallowing the laugh like that? Go and touch things you are not supposed to touch you. <laughs> it will burn you. <laughs> Next. For the Lord sees clearly what a man does. God is watching you. Even though there's no one else there. Even the one that you alone do, God is in you. The angels are seeing you. 
the great cloud of witnesses they are witnessing it so so don't think you're alone don't think you're alone angels maybe on 2nd June my sermon will be entitled you never walk alone the Liverpool supporters are happy (laughs) you never walk alone 2nd June because the final is on 1st June second you will be a sunday <laughs> why you don't like liver you have Barcelona fans oh no 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 you see don't let me start talking about liver <laughs> but <laughs> your possibility is possible it's a for the lost sees and he doesn't just see he sees it clearly what a man does examining every path he takes every every single path every single decision you take every house you enter every room you enter every corner you go into every darkness every back seat of a car you when you think the curtains are closed and the light is off he sees clear it's, it's as clear as daylight to him and if nothing at all is a motivation for you to keep your way pure this should be i've told people over and over again that your motivation to be pure as a christian shouldn't be because of your ministry because who I'm a worshiper. I, I am a preacher. I want to keep myself because it will affect my ministry. If that is your mentality, the day you recognize that, oh, you misbehaved, but the gift still moved, that is the end of your purity. Hallelujah. That, that is the end. You realize that, ah, after all, grace abounds. Because sometimes the vessel may be unworthy but because of the hunger of the people the need of the people the prayers people have prayed god will just use you you are like a water hose connected to the tap you are just a channel god just uses you so you think oh i still went and it was fine that is the beginning of your downfall you misbehave sir so that should not be the motivation the motivation should be your love for god your relationship with god the fact that you don't want to hate god that should be it if you have that fundamental you always keep yourself pure if, if it is the god factor the fact that he, I, I don't even want god to see me doing certain things i don't want him to see me doing certain things motivation is disgrace the fact that you don't you want to avoid disgrace you go and do it and there's still no disgrace and you master the art of covering your tracks for no one to be able to catch you you find yourself trapped in that place of sin but let your motivation be your love for God your fear for God Make up your mind to to fight this thing with every fiber of your being. There are some lifts when you are giving, you mustn't take. This one to the young ladies. 
It's not every lift you must accept. Because some lifts end up some way. Especially if maybe some married man is giving you a lift. You may not have any bad ideas, but somebody is seeing you. Go and tell the wife. You go and tell the wife. There's this young lady who has been sitting in your husband's car all the time. Maybe it's very innocent. But some acid is being prepared for your innocent face. The Bible says, what? Flee from all appearances of evil. So the thing is, that may not be evil, but when it has the semblance of evil, when it looks like evil, you must run away from it. As much as possible. My prayer for you is that God will help you to keep your way pure. And that after tonight, you'll be energized and motivated to be radical about purity. Don't, don't, don't joke with this thing and be and be passive about it. it it must be done aggressively hallelujah because the consequences are dire yes your look mean your ministry can be affected by impurity you can be affected you may have the gift but it takes the, the anointing the, the anointing sort of is like the lubricant that makes the operation of the gift easy you can have a gift you will minister to people they'll be excited immediately but by the time they leave the excitement is gone it's because there's something wrong with you hallelujah when you want long lasting impact it is purity that brings it it's not just the gift it's purity when people can say in this town we cannot find alcohol here why because 100 years ago a man called john wesley passed through that's long lasting impact jesus's impact is still speaking because he was a man of purity you can't ignore the purity factor and want to make an impact may the lord grant us grace to keep our way pure and may the lord well in us and an, a spirit of aggression against immorality and against impurity and may the lord strengthen our resolve and our willpower to overcome the weaknesses the the addictions the perversions in our lives that when god looks at us from above he sees a pure child a, 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 a child without blemish a child without spot somebody that he can send anywhere somebody he can trust with any assignment just stand to your feet and begin to pray that lord grant me the grace just have mercy on me just protect me just 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 eliminate any traps that the enemy may have set ahead of me just lift up your voice pray, begin to pray in the name of jesus lift up your voice begin to pray in the name of jesus in the name of jesus it is possible to walk in purity. It is possible to walk in purity. It's possible to walk in purity. Some of you need to take some radical decisions. There are some people you need to eliminate out of your life. There are some excess you must cut all links with. Because this grace may be awaiting you. Just lift up your voice and pray. Ask the Lord to cover every snare, every trap of the enemy against your life, against your ministry, against your destiny. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Pray for the grace to walk in purity. Pray for the grace to walk in purity. 
in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that in that crucial moment you will spot the door of escape the window of escape maybe it is some flattering words you are receiving from somewhere you want to pray the Lord give me the strength to, to gain immunity to those words maybe some inappropriate touch somewhere you want to pray the Lord give me the strength in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God just lift up your voice and pray we trust you have been blessed by this message. For information on how you can receive more teachings from the man of God, reach us on 024 873 Stay blessed.